On today's episode, we're going to be talking about email marketing for e-commerce mistakes I'm seeing and what you should do to correct those mistakes. Do stay tuned. Welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kunay, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. If you're looking to grow your business, there's only one way by building real quality customer relationships. Most marketing software will claim they can do this, but will never deliver on their promises. You need to demand more from your marketing software. And that's where Clavio comes in. Clavio helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers, allowing you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. That is why 10,000 innovative brands have switched to Clavio. What's the secret to building customer relationships? Tune in to Clavio's Beyond Black Friday docuseries to find out and unlock marketing strategies you can use to keep momentum going year round. Just head over to clavio.com forward slash beyond BF for more. That's clavio.com forward slash beyond BF.com. Attention online retailers in Europe, a new payment standard known as SCA or strong customer authentication will come into force in September 2019. Mastercard research shows that up to 75% of e-commerce merchants in Europe are potentially unaware of this coming into effect. SCA is a new regulatory requirement that is designed to help retailers and issuers make digital payments more secure. The challenge is to create or keep a frictionless checkout experience for online shoppers. SCA would allow for biometric technology and dynamic passwords to create a more secure and improved online shopping experience. Mastercard's identity check is fully compliant with SCA requirements and facilitates shopping experiences we can all trust, allowing us to securely pay online using features such as our fingerprints. To find out more on identity check, visit the MasterCard website. Hello there, this is Kune Campbell, the host of the 2X e-commerce podcast. It's lovely to have you guys listen in to this week's episode. I'm super excited. It's it's great. Um, and we I just can't wait to get started. But before I get started, I wanted to tell you that I would be in Clavio, Boston. It's um, a two-day email marketing conference you know, with a ton of great speakers with lots of knowledge from the email marketing front. You don't want to miss it. And if you do, 
I will be there. I would podcast. Um, I would try and interview a few of the speakers there. And I'd like to connect with interesting folks and try and record our conversations and bring some of all that exciting bits in here so you guys can listen. So however, um, it'd be great to connect if you're listening. Let me know in the Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator if you can um if you're going to be making um the the clavio boston and i would love to connect bingo now on today's episode i want to talk about um customer life cycle marketing really i want to talk about email marketing how you guys are doing email marketing and things i'm seeing people do wrong so over the last few months i have been playing around a lot in um in 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 Clavio, um which is email pretty much email you more marketing and um you know trying to maximize um the amount of revenue you know one can essentially get um from email marketing and i've learned a ton of stuff and i i just want to sort of whittle today's episode into like mistakes um, a lot of brands are, are making when they set up their email marketing. So this is not specific to Clavio, although Clavio is the platform I personally use and I would recommend, but this would apply right across the board. So I'm going to go through some mistakes. And um, while I'm going through the mistakes, I'll give you guys tips on how to just optimize your email marketing. This is a 30,000 view and um, hopefully you could get into the tactics after listening to the show so if you have notes get ready and we'll, we'll get started so number one tip the number one concept i want you guys to so take away is a concept called sender reputation what is sender reputation basically it's a score which we don't know how um which we don't know how it's you know um, essentially calculated um, but it's a score email providers such as Gmail, Yahoo, you know, um, Microsoft Exchange. It's it's how they score your company's profile when it's sending emails. And if there's one thing you want to protect, it'll be your sender reputation. And almost everything I'm going to talk about is in defense of your sender reputation. Because if you have a very high um, sender reputation, chances are, most of your emails will get into the inbox and not the spam folders of your recipients, of your customers. If they're in Gmail, it'll get into the promotions tab or the inbox itself. Um, but if your sender reputation is a bit crap, you're going to be in spam almost all the time. So what's the number one way to prevent the demise or decay of your sender reputation? First thing is segmentation. So a lot of email accounts I've, you know, come across tend to just blast out, blast out, you know, newsletters, um, you know, announcements, sales events through their entire database. And to be honest, if you do that very often, you're going to, you know, um, obviously your open rates are going to be affected. And if your open rates are affected, um, when you're starting to get like a 10 percent you know open rate it's you know or less your your account is in a critical state and it could essentially you know just blacklist you you know and um you you will get into spam folders 
So the first thing you want to do is segmentation. And um, within Clavio and many other you know email email platforms, you have um, a an option to just um, filter through people who've engaged in your entire list. So let's say you have a list of fifty thousand you know contacts, um, and every time you send you know um, your email, um, say ten percent of those fifty thousand actually open your email, or let's even say. 20% actually open your email. So 20% of 50,000 is 10,000. Um, and then the remaining 40,000 do not even open it. Because of that 40,000 not opening it, you're, you're affecting, obviously, your sender reputation. So what um, people, what, what, what you should do essentially is um, create a segment for engaged engaged customers. And in the engaged customers um, you know, list, you will want to just use a time frame Okay, which could be three months, you know, or it could be depending on how frequently you open it. It could be six months. It could be, you know, choose choose a month period and ensure that the open that um the the settings on there just sends to people who've opened your email within that time period. Okay, so you're going to determine that time period yourself, but it's essential that you only communicate to people who. Have engaged with you. So an email engagement would mean opens, clicks, and replies, essentially. Um, so try and do that to whittle down and focus on those 20,000 because what, what, what then happens is your open rate then shoots up to 40%, maybe even 50%. And um, you not only do that, you, you're, you're narrowing down to people who actually care about your brand, Okay. I, I liken it to um, not just going for a blanket approach, but actually narrowing down, you know, to people who are going to actually, you know, um, purchase. Because at the end of the day, um, when you look at conversion rates in, um, on a website, it's, you know, um, probably three, four, five percent max. And um, you're still whittling it down to, to that. And essentially, that's what you want to do with email. You want to talk to the people who will likely take action. Okay, so that's um, the first the the my, my first tip. Then my next tip has got to do with um, or next thing I'm seeing where where lots of people make mistakes is um, you know, VIP customers not identifying who your most important customers are. Now, in um, the concept of lifecycle marketing, which is marketing at, at its core, if you don't know about lifecycle marketing, marketing at its core. Um, just Google probably Kune Campbell, um, RFM, or um, e-commerce personalization, actually, big commerce. It was an article I read. It's like a three-part article I read. Uh, I wrote for big commerce, and it had to do with um, pretty much e-commerce personalization. And I think in part three of that article, I, I talked about RFM. And basically what RFM basically means is um, recency, frequency, and monetary value. So these are the three criterias in which you nurture your, um, your 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 list, your email list, um, and the concept is if um, like um, your customer, each each and every single customer scores highly in all three of them, which I'm going to explain, then they qualify as VIP customers. Now, recency means um, how recent did they actually purchase? Did they purchase yesterday, or did they purchase um, um, a month ago, or did they purchase you know last week? Um, the second is frequency. You know how often have they purchased? You know which is pretty much um, their 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 um, the, 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 the frequency frequency of purchase. 
And then third is monetary value. Do they purchase above average order value in your store? Now, if um, someone actually scores, if a, if a customer actually scores very high in all three of them at a point in time, that's a caveat, um, then they are what I would call VIP customers or high roller customers. And you need to treat them you know, somewhat differently and you need to retain them and encourage them to, to actually purchase more. Okay, so what the, what best in class, um, you know, um, you know, email marketing um, teams do is they give them perks, they give them exclusivity, they um, and they try and prompt advocacy. So they try and prompt them to be their their um, their their the best spokespeople, you know, on, on the outside because um, you know they they from their actions essentially, which is what I was talking about at the start of the. Um, this conversation, they show that they're your biggest fans. So they're most likely going to give a word or two on social media or on review sites about you. So you need to treat your VIP customers quite um, specially. Now, I don't mean necessarily always giving them discounts. I just mean giving them, letting them feel special. So how can you make your VIP customers feel special? Say you're running a sale, you could give them you know, early access sale. Recall the CBD, um, you know, brand. I, I interviewed a CBD brand last year and they were talking about their Black Friday. And what they did in their Black Friday was like they reached out to their special VIP customers early. There was an early, you know, VIP, you know, email outreach to just the VIP customers, their best in class customers. And essentially that will feel, make you feel special. So imagine if I get an email, you get an email, um, from a brand you like, a Sanaharo brand, saying we're about to launch our, you know, our, our sale, twenty percent off sale, you know, um, next week. However, um, today we're giving you early access because you're part of our VIP list. It just gives them, you know, makes them feel proud. You could also send them more tangible things, you know, like um, a VIP membership card or you know, virtual card, you know, in a way. You could give them gifts um, and you just bump up, surprise them every now and then with, you know, with additional accessories, which they didn't even ask for or expect in, in their packaging. So you need to treat these guys really specially. And um, a lot of people, and obviously you need to segment them. Um, so a quality e-commerce platform or email platform rather for e-commerce will be able to identify the frequency the recency and the, the monetary value of each and every one of your customers and put them into various baskets. Now, outside your um, your VIP customers, you could get really, um, I'd say, brand enthusiast, you know, um, customers that um, probably falter in the recency, but um, they well, say they, 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 they falter in the recency. However, um, they're, they're strong in... Um, in frequency and they might be strong in, in, in order value. So you could put them as um, a second tier group of people and um, you essentially, you know, treat them differently and try and increase their recency. So you get them to, you prompt them to, to, to buy more. But the principle here is um, your segmentation, the way you segment your customers should be principled on the RFM model and um, off the back of that, you, um, you obviously have the best clients scoring the highest in your RFM. 
And if then you start to create segments based on, you know, customers that falter in each one of the combinations. So it could be recency, it could be they're not purchasing frequently, it could be also on monetary value. Now, if you were selling um, tea, for instance, you expect um, your frequency to be every 30 days or every 60 days or probably every 90 days. You have some expectation because it's a replenishable product. Now, if you're selling a pair of socks, however, your frequency, your expected frequency could be twice or maybe three times a year, probably to top up over winter and also to top up for events such as Father's Day or Christmas. So you have to understand the rhythm of your store in order to, you know, grade and, um, you know, um, put scores in your RFM, okay? And then you take that strategy and you implement it in your email marketing platform, essentially. My final observation in um, accounts that not doing quite well is the lack of diversity in their messaging. And you also have to have a a message audience fit in a way um, and use that to your your advantage. So what am I saying? A lot of um, brands essentially will just have, um, so if they're trying, just, you know, at least trying, they they will have um, an abandoned cart flow maybe a welcome series and then that's it you know then they'll do their newsletters um they'll do their sales announcements and that that pretty much is it but um when you start to add um layer in a bit of sophistication you'd have your you know your win back you know campaigns you can have an upsell after a purchase of particular products you should also have um you know exclusivity in in a way to your VIP customers. Um, You could sell value to people who have not yet purchased. You could, um, you know, offer limited quantities to um, people who are not, you know, purchasing frequently or who haven't, you know, recently purchased. You could have time-bound offers to nudge a sale. Um, You could have volume-based incentives, you know, um, to people who are not, you know, who to people who are not hitting your average order value, you could have free shipping for people who haven't yet purchased. Um, you could, you know, run, you know, social, social proof for people who've just been opening your emails but not yet purchased. You could offer discounts um, to, um, to, to people who've not purchased again. Um, and then you could even request for reviews. So there are many messages and what you need to do is figure out um, the kind of message and the kind of audience. And when we talk about the audience, it's the segments, you know, based on the RFM, you know, model. You really want to get the messaging, you know, dialed in and, um, you know, get the benefits. On a final note or bonus note, the worst thing you want to do is try and reverse engineer a brand's strategy by going into their email list and saying, oh, I figured it out. There is a lot going on. It's like an iceberg. Email marketing is like an iceberg. And um, you're not going to be, be able to reverse engineer a an email strategy by just signing up to a newsletter. Because if that company is doing email marketing very well, 
you're going to be put into a segment and you're going to see just part of what they're doing. Okay. If you're not A-B split testing, <laughs> you're, you're, you know, you, you don't have any insights essentially. And there's so many things to A-B split test. You can A-B split test, for instance, um, just to delay in the flow, you know, so um, a, a very clever A-B split test um, is after, you know, um, someone, you know, abandons my cart, you know, um, let me split out my test based on um, the number of hours will take to contact them, whether it's two or four. So let's imagine if you were in the baskets of two hours and you, you're you trying to reverse engineer that brand, that split test, just that duration, you know, you you then say, okay, um, it's set in stone. Um, essentially, I should, you know, set my cart abandon emails, the first one to go out every two hours. And let's say the four hour actually worked then, you know, you're going to take that to us. So it's essential to, to really test, continually test your, 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 um, your, your flows, continually test your campaigns. You need to put people into different baskets, test your message. You don't only test your, you know, um, your, your titles, your, your content, your discounts, but when you test, just test one variable. Don't test too many things or else you don't know what's working. And um, that's it for today's episode. It's a super interesting um, space to be. It's time consuming, but worth every penny because when you invest your time, it's not a set it and forget it, but it scales your time. And once you set up, set up a flow, you could, you could get it going for you could keep it going and learn so long as you put your test in, you know, your, your AB split test for 60 days on. So, you know, um, get email marketing going. It should be accounting for at least 20% of your revenue, at least 20%. If it's not, you know, accounting for 20%, well, then you have a problem. You should really be doing email marketing. Um, so that's it for today's episode. Um, if you're still listening, thank you for listening to this point. Um, join our group, join the e-commerce growth accelerator. We'll be having more in-depth um, conversations. You can have one-to-one conversations with me on there. Um, you can connect with like-minded e-commerce entrepreneurs and marketers on there. And um, I will catch you on the next show. Remember also to leave us a review um, in whatever platform you're, you listen to this. Um, iTunes would be fantastic. I shall catch you in the next show. Thank you for listening. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X E-Commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2X E-Commerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.